We're survivors. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to I See It Differently. Hey, everyone. <laughs> what episode is this? Six, I think. Episode six. Episode six. I'm your host, Kristen Pelker. And I'm your other host, Zach Pelker. And thank you for tuning in while we talk about our attempts to adult, things we wish people had told us before we got married, and yeah. learn a few more things. Yes, there's way more for me to learn, at least personally. The world's my oyster, so I got a lot of the knowledge I got to get. I appreciate how open you are to learning things. Why? Well, when you when you have when you're a guy like me, you only have two choices: one's to kind of suck, or two's to learn more stuff and be a little better. So <laughs> that's all you got going for you. So we thought that we would start today a little differently and talk about some feedback and um, listener mail. We'd like to give you some listener mail mm-hmm. on some things. A lot of it is relating to our Halloween episode, and so you might be wondering why we didn't do it last week. But I'll give you a peek at how the sausage is made. This is this ends up being a weekly process which is why we don't release it weekly because we have full-time jobs but we're either editing and releasing or we're actually recording so that's why there's a delay um we're doing the best we can everyone bear with us (laughs) but um yeah so um i have some feedback notes i'm trying to find them but do you want to start yeah so we i've gotten some good feedback uh First from B Money, he says that he loves the podcast and he takes the long way home when he's walking his dog and listening so he can finish because it makes he likes it, even on cold nights. So to B Money, we appreciate that. Um, I got a note from, we'll call this listener, because we didn't feel like asking you guys if you wanted your name, so we made up names for you. From Sleepless in Seattle, uh, we got a note that um, Candy Corn Sucks. Crinkle Cut is the best cut of fry, and that we Amen. should try Shake Shack's fries, mm-hmm. um, which we have tried. And um, I, I think Crinkle Cut sucks, but uh, I do, I've do i had, had Shake Shack's fries, and they're, they're not bad. I think Sleepless in Seattle went one for two there. Bad candy corn take, great fry take. So Speaking of the candy corn take, that was the other um, note I have. We'll call this uh, a divided household, and... Of this couple, the person from St. Louis thought candy corn was not bad. The person not from St. Louis thought it was disgusting. So we really got a a mixed bag on the candy corn thing. person's a hater. I have one from Tap Daddy who says that listening to this podcast is like going out for a drink with us, which we appreciate. He also notes that he's never met Kristen, but he would still love to have a drink with her, which means this podcast is successful. So, Is it? Am I trying to have drinks with more people? Are, are, you, are you turning down drinks? You, you're 100% extrovert and you like to drink. So, yes, I think some new people would be great for you. Um, and then, last, um, Cat Lover mentioned they appreciate our Johnny Brock shout out. And I don't know if that is reference to our Instagram or what, but. I think that was Instagram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because we were at Johnny Brock's, which let's, let's, let's dive in there for a minute. Okay. Johnny Brock's is. In theory, a party supply store by where Zach and I live. In theory, that is what it is. I say in theory because literally only busy for Halloween. Yeah, it's a huge (laughs) Halloween. The business is crazy. They put like a Reddit cop out front. You, they share a parking lot with a liquor store. The liquor store is to hire attendant because all the people who are going to buy Halloween costumes park at the. It is probably twenty-four hours, round the clock, jam-packed. Yeah, going constantly, and. I feel like because of that, 
they try and capitalize on the momentum uh -huh. and still get your attention for Christmas because they change this what looks like a uh, like Grim Reaper mm -hmm. um, sign, which is orange and black, to literally exact same sign, but they change it to red and green right. for Christmas. And it's like, who are you guys fooling? Yeah. No one's coming there for Christmas. That, yeah, that place does no Christmas Because again, it looks like it should be, it, in theory, it's a party supply store, but it's so Halloween saturated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, no one's coming there Plus, it's like a else. giant warehouse. Like, if, if you didn't know it was a Halloween place, you would drive by and be like, oh, what are they storing back there? Like, dead yeah, animal yeah, carcasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, what? You're I not know. thinking like, oh, I'm going to go buy my Santa Claus. I need to know the there. business model because it's like, do you guys do that much bank the three, maybe two even, weeks of Halloween to warrant staying open all year? Because I'm almost they like, you should be a pop-up. They're open seven days a week. I've been there on New Year's Eve, and there was some business, but I went there one time on like a random Wednesday. Kristen was throwing a party for one of her friends, and I went to get like a banner. And I walked in. It's this huge warehouse. There is no one there. I could have robbed the place blind. And you like, walked in, and someone was like, yeah, Woo! I found I found like a guy <laughs> sleeping behind one of the desks, and he was yeah, it was Star. I was like, oh my god, like it's not October, like what are you doing here? The Walgreens is down the street. Yeah, like what what are you doing? But Halloween, it's crazy, and then literally the day after Halloween, the place is dead. There's no red cop. There's no nothing. It's insane. Yeah, but anyway, so Johnny Brox, I don't know what you're doing, but I don't know. It's making me think that I should get into the. Halloween party supply business at the very least. That's a lucrative month because yeah, it's subsidized eleven other months. All right, but let's dive into it. And you know what is right around the corner? Thanksgiving. Yes. So we are going to bring to you a Thanksgiving-themed episode. Because like all uh, first seasons or something, got to capitalize on the holiday. You know, Friends season one, they did yeah. all the holidays. Well, Friends is famous for their Thanksgivings. But yes, they did all the holidays season on the, one. On season one. Right. Which is when we the timeline off. And when they're like, it's our 30th birthday. It's like, you guys are past 30 because there's like been six Thanksgivings yeah, were, already. But they whatever. were 35 at least. But that's a whole other <laughs> debate. Yeah. Um, and so um, we're going to start this Thanksgiving topic with our favorite topic to discuss. St. Louis. So St. Louis. Ask my tattooist. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I think we wanted to talk about in, in terms of St. Louis or the thing we wanted to talk about was there's an article we read or Kristen read in St. Louis magazine and sent to me. And it was about this guy who went to Wash U and he stayed in St. Louis, but he's not natively from here. And he's worked here and lived here. And he started this group to help transplants become more comfortable in St. Louis because in his opinion, at least, it's a very close-knit place. Almost everyone who lives here is an adult, went, grew up here, went to high school here. They hang out with the same friends. Everyone who lives here is an adult. We have no children right. in, in well, St. Louis. As an adult, <laughs> I'm just talking about adult workers. Some cities are transplant cities. You know, when I lived in Chicago, there were so many people who weren't from Chicago who moved there. There's not as much of that in St. Louis. And he found it hard to break in. So he started this group for St. Louis transplants, and one of the things he talked about was St. Louis was the first place he lived where no one invited him over for Thanksgiving. And he was talking about how when he did some time, I don't remember the cities exactly, but New York or Chicago or wherever he was, people would be like, oh, you're not from here. Do you want to come to my Thanksgiving? Do you want to like be a part of it? We're doing Thanksgiving together. And he didn't say that. He said that was something he didn't experience here, which I found interesting. And it made me think, because I've never invited anyone right. to Thanksgiving from my house. Right. And I, I don't know if you have, but I thought it was a little interesting thing at St. Louis, maybe we need to do a little better, be a little inclusive from people who aren't natives, consider that they might 
love to come to your home and eat some delicious turkey and partake in a St. Louis Thanksgiving. I sent it to you specifically because this is something that we frequently talk about is the friendly nature of St. Louis and the inclusivity of St. Louis because we both feel like St. Louis is a very friendly town. And I've had people visit me, like friends from other cities, and they too were like, everyone's really friendly here. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting the difference between, um, like, I'm going to be polite to you and I will hold open a door. Right. But I'm not going to ask you to grab a beer. Exactly. And that's an interesting thing about St. Louis of this uh, perceived... I don't even know if I want to say perceived because I don't know. I would never bash my city. Right. Um, but you I just. No one loves it more than us. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. I, when I moved back after college, I wanted to immerse myself not in everything I did when I lived here in high school uh-huh. because I always knew I would come back eventually because that was part of my journey and figuring out wh- where I wanted to go to school. But I just didn't expect to come back so soon. So for me, I was like, well, you turned down living in places like Boston or Chicago or or trying something new. So you have to do something different for this to feel enjoyable. Uh And when I did that, I did find pushback from some of my friends at the time on um, exploring new things. Like it, it, it took something extra to say like, no, let's drive the extra 10 or 15 minutes to try this new restaurant or do this new thing, Um, activities. I was very fine going by myself and I would just like meet people there, but that I don't think that's a common thing in St. Louis. And it was a little hard sometimes to meet people there because no one else was doing that. Right. And so anytime I met someone new, it was, I never met anyone new who's also from St. Louis. Right. Like, because the only people who were engaging in new opportunities or to meet more people or people not from here. Yeah, St. Louis is definitely a no new friends type of, type of place. And I think that that's very interesting because as you said- It's very if, friendly. Right, if you go to New York, like I went to New York and I'm a large guy who's wandering around the street and people are just bumping into me or looking at me like I'm some bumpkin because I'm walking down the street at a slow pace, right? People are rude, but they're not. But I guess I've never lived there, but it seems like maybe they're more inclusive in that sense of a lot of people don't live there. So they're when you get to know people, they're more- they want to include you in more of their stuff because they experience that struggle. Yeah. And I think a big part of St. Louis is a lot of people, as I said, who live here are from here, so they haven't experienced it. So they're not thinking, oh, you need a place to go on Thanksgiving or, oh, I need to engage in this person in a new way, right? And I could see if you're not from St. Louis, I have some friends from work who weren't from here, who came here as young people for a variety of reasons. And the main way you make work is through uh, you know, or the main way you you make friends friends in new cities, I would think is through work. But a lot of the companies in St. Louis are kind of old. So if you like come to St. Louis and you work for Boeing and you work with a bunch of 40-year-olds with families and you're a 25-year-old person, I could see it being hard to kind of break into that scene as well. Yeah, I honestly would take a different angle with that. I wouldn't say a lot of the companies are old. Uh I just think a lot of the older companies are located not by where a young person would want to live. Also true. And so you will work at Boeing or AB and the people who have chose to live close to their work, um, when it comes time to, let's grab a beer, like, you guys are in such different geographic locations, right. you know? So if you're young, a young person who chose to live where other young people are, then that might be a different group of people. The people who live where you live are not going to be the people who work with you. Right. Because the people who work with you 
probably choosing to live near their work, and then that's not where maybe a right. young person lives. I right. mean, some of this we're saying is a little bit what we're perceiving because right. neither of us have worked in those big corporations. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we both have worked at younger, I think a little bit more progressive companies. Correct. But from having people who have spouses at those companies, um, that's what I feel like I've seen. Yeah, so I guess this is the main thing is this is just more of a challenge, I think, is we love yes, St. Louis. Yes, yeah. think it's the we best are, place. We are you know, proposing I, a challenge. I lived in St. Louis and I lived in Chicago, and I'm going to say it, St. Louis kicks Chicago's ass in so many ways. St. Louis is such an undervalued, such a great place to live, but other people who aren't from here have to experience that too. So it's a challenge. Go make a new friend. Invite them to your Thanksgiving. Go get a drink with them. To meet them on their level and show them I all the great stuff the city I definitely has. think that we lose people because they are not, they don't find that group. Correct. I think we I lose people because they true. don't find that group. And so I I agree. St. Louisans, like for us to become that next tier city because it is affordable, because there is fun things to do here. So much great stuff. Because there's here. great food, which you already oh, talked about. Fantastic. Breadco, hashtag <laughs> not Panera. Um, then yeah, I ch- I challenge uh, anyone who's from St. Louis and lives in here. If there's someone who you've been working with who you think is cool, who you see at your local bar or you see at the nail salon, go that extra, extra step Strike and be up like, a conversation. and well, no, okay, go that well. extra step and say, let's take this outside of where we talk also and that. let's go get a drink, let's have lunch and and make it make yeah, a new friend. A new it's friend. already hard in this world, no matter what state you're in, to make friends as you get older. St. Louis don't make don't make it a geographical thing. That's our that's our single that. take for for the day. Um, okay. And then as Zach mentioned, slightly under his breath, it might you might not have heard it. Um, but Thanksgiving is actually his favorite holiday. It is. And so for this um, episode, because there's not there's not a, there's not nearly enough Thanksgiving themed movies. There's there's not. So had a hard time finding them. So we got a new topic for this episode's version of Battle of the Sexes. Okay, so for Bella Sexes, what what topic did you come up with? So what we thought about when we were thinking about Thanksgiving, obviously there's a lot of great things going on with Thanksgiving, but one thing you do is you spend a lot of time with your families. And if you're someone like Kristen and I, or you live in a city where both your families live, that can be... It's a shit show. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It is. It's multiple gatherings. At one point, there's three. We've kind of cut it down to two. There's a lot of moving parts. Kind of cut it down. We've cut it down to two, but there's still a lot of moving parts and things going on. But one thing we notice is like the difference between how we perceive our, our, our families or, or uh, spending time with our families. So it's not like I don't like my family. We both love our families. But Christ, we don't love them the same. Christ, yeah, we don't love them the same. That's exactly <laughs> right. And I don't know if that's a gender thing. I think I've talked to some of my friends and I get some similar vibes. But I don't know if it's strictly a gender I thing. Yeah, but we decided, I don't know if it's a younger right. child thing also. But Right. Yeah. yeah we Yes. Yeah, so we're putting this in Battle of Sexes category, but we don't know where it comes from. We don't know if it's a gender thing or, like he said, if it's a birth order thing. Right. I am the oldest. Zach is the middle, middle child. Yes, I'm. Middle. Um, but yeah, we <laughs> how we how we uh, feel about our families is different, and so how we handle. Thanksgiving is different, and so do you. Do you want to start? Yeah. So the way like I view my family, and this is probably is gonna sound maybe worse than it is, but sometimes it's like spending time with them is an obligation. 
So I want to do that because I want my family to know that I care about them and I know that these holidays are important to them, but that adds pressure to it to me because it's like, I'm not doing enough other good stuff. I'm not seeing you enough other times <laughs> that I can like blow this off or come right, late or right, like, right, you know, right. show up dr- yeah. maybe drunk or do yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever other stuff yeah. you might want to do that other people might do. So like for me, it's like, oh, dinner's at six. Now there's something I need to tell you about my family. They've never done one thing on time in the history of my 32 years on earth. Never once has there been a gathering with my extended family, especially on my mom's side, that has ever started on time, that has ever gone off without a hitch, that has ever been like run like efficiently it's always a shit show it's always kind of wild and late whatever but i will freak out it will be like oh, yeah. okay it's 5 45 we need to leave right now and crystal will be like they're not gonna eat till eight we could show up at 6 15 <laughs> we could show up at 6 30 it you, ain't a big think, deal i know that you are like comfortably putting your family on blast don't be putting me on blast i'm not putting them right on now. blast <laughs> i mean you're i'm just saying you're speaking truth but like i'll get nervous and it's because as i said i'm not doing enough other stuff i'm not spending enough other time sometimes or i feel guilty because i'm like well this is my time to spend with my family. <laughs> so I need to make sure I'm there on I have, time. I, I have, need to be doing I have that. carefully right. allotted these my fa- hours. My family, and every time we're late, I'm going to have to make up that hour my, somewhere else. <laughs> my family has a very specific Christmas. There's a lot of moving parts of the Christmas. And it's like, okay, I got to be in my parents' house to do this at 9 a.m. It can't be 9.15. It can't be 9.30. For you. Right, for me. When in reality... <laughs> It probably could be 1030. It wouldn't matter that much. But in my head, I'm like, okay, I got to do this exactly how I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who feel the same way you feel, who, who feel like this is what we got to do. This is just how we've done it. And you, and you got to keep doing it. Um, so where it became a difference, where we realized there is a difference is um, my I adore my family and I'm not not that you don't but what I mean is I spend a lot of my free time with them basically when Zach and I started dating to, to paint a picture if I had free time I would go to my parents like mm-hmm. if I if, if there was a completely unplanned day and it's am I gonna sit on my own couch or go sit on my parents couch I would sit on my parents couch hands down mm-hmm. so much so mm-hmm. where it got to the point where he like you're in that smitten period where you want to spend all your time together but at the same time like it's still like new and you wanted to hang out with me on a Sunday because I didn't have any plans and you didn't have any plans either and I was like yeah but like I'm gonna go to my parents so like do you want to go do this what's going on with your face right now what are you doing just tell me. I don't know. My nose just started to like sting a little bit, but just. Are you okay? Going. Are you yeah, allergic to something? In this I don't room? think so. No, okay. I'm fine. Keep but going. But anyway, so um, but anyway, so so because I do, <laughs> I'm just very distracted by your face. Um, so because I I do spend like a lot of like right? free time with them. Christmas is like not sorry Christmas or Thanksgiving it's not it, I don't have that obligation feeling I don't have that like oh we have to do this at this time because it's like I don't know like I see well, them like, all the time it's I just, just another you, day right it's like I just saw you last Sunday for six hours so yeah like the it's idea, just another day and I will say so that because, like, be, yeah, well I was gonna ahead. say the one thing I'll say about that is so because because of that I have such a way more lax approach right like my parents will tell me like this is when we're starting and I will tell Zach like I don't know. I mean, we could be there like anywhere between this and this time because not everyone's going to arrive right at that time. I think that's universal with families on big holidays. I'm like, so it's fine. And then um, if for some reason we would have to leave early or come late, like I feel very comfortable having that conversation because it's like, 
okay, mom, and I'll see you again Sunday. I don't right. know. I just spent so much time with him already, so it's, like, not well, it's a like, big deal. It's such a, such a thing where I projected on you before when we've been, like, sitting at our apartment hanging out, and it's like, okay, well, your mom said this thing starts at 3, so, like, we need to go at 3. Like, what are we doing? It's 2.45. And, like, you're just like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, we'll leave. We'll be there in plenty of time. It's not that big a deal. And I think you've also you've also changed my relationship with my family because I do see them a little bit more now because there have been times where it's like my family lives a little closer. So you'll be like, it's a Sunday. Let's not lay on our couch. Let's go to our your parents' house and lay on their couch. And I'm like, that is something that I I went to my parents before. It was to do laundry. It was yeah. to eat. We talked specifically about that. get yeah. free food. It was not just to hang out. Well, right? the other well also to that point, I remember even when I would go to the holiday stuff with your family, we would be. You and I would be talking so much and enjoy each other's company. And then the minute we walk into the door, you said nothing. And so that was also weird to me because I was like, why are you rushing me to get somewhere where you will just turn into like a mute? Like, I'm I'm not going to rush to put myself in that situation slash, do I have to go? Because I only know you and you're not talking. And so I also think that that morphed into you being more engaged with your family as well. For for the better, I think you I think you have more fun and I have more fun too because it, it is more of now we're all just like exchanging stories and it becomes this hangout thing. Yeah, I talk a little more, and I bet if you talk to my yeah, extended family, okay, so you're still not yeah. so you're still not into it. No, I think if you talk to my extended family, especially my mom's side, they probably go on and on about that as they have before. But I do think that there's some truth to that, and you know, I've and, and maybe this is a, a, as we said, maybe it's a birth order thing because I don't think my older brother it, it or at all feels the way I feel, but and I think that they're. You know, we have a group of friends who are friends with an older brother and a younger brother, and I think they view it differently from just talking to them and how they see it, and the younger brother is more like me, where he's like, well, it's kind of an obligation, and we have to spend this time, and, like, I only want to go over there to put in my time. It's not necessarily just to have fun or to hang out, and I think maybe his older brother goes over there more and, and just views it a little different. So I don't know if that has something to do with it, I too. have a feeling about that when it comes to older, but what? why do you think you're like that from a younger I don't know if it's necessarily about younger. I was just trying to make an observation based on other people I've seen. I do think like the older person is like take charge is more like the take charge sibling often in the family or like, you know, like my older brother, he's the one who's like, well, we got to get this Christmas present or we're going to do this while I'm in town and like sets all these plans and like is a very direct and forthcoming like take charge and like my younger brother especially, but me also are, are more like, okay, well, we're maybe we're not going to do that or maybe this, you know, we'll do this, whatever, but we're not going to think of stuff to do. Yeah. And I think that maybe when you're the older sibling and you kind of have that take charge personality, you know, often because you were the first one and you were kind of always directing the ship of, of the siblings, maybe that's how it works. I don't know. I do think that stereotypically, like when you're reading those birth order books, I do think the older sibling is a little bit more... Um, authoritative for lack of better words. I can't uh-huh. think of a better word right now. I do think that I do think that's the case. This thing like closes so fast. But um but with that said, I also think it's a little bit of the younger siblings are maybe the younger siblings might feel like things are more of an obligation because to your point, if the older siblings always taking in charge, then the younger siblings have always been in a situation where it's like, I'm not doing what I would want to do. Right. And so I could see that being the reason why some family things are not yeah. like like it's like like it's like is it is it, I don't think it's not the case that you don't want to go do X. It's just I didn't come up with doing X, so I'm just following right. someone's plan. Exactly. And like I think I think any human being I think when there's not that. when there's not that like 
autonomy of choice, it makes it just less enjoyable. Right. And I think there's truth to that because even like stuff for like my birthday, it would always be like, well, what are we doing for your birthday? Or what do you want to do for your birthday? Or what if we did this for your birthday between my older brother and my mom? I'm not saying that to shit on anybody because someone has to make a decision and someone has to like make things happen. But it's also to the point where it's like, well, this wasn't my thing. Like, right. I didn't, like, make, come up make, with this. I wasn't like, let's do this for my birthday. So be like, I'm not going to do stuff with my family. Right. Yeah. Because they're not. Let's see. Right. Whereas, yeah, whereas I, compared to me and my brother, I, I always would think of, like, my my birthday's going to include my family. And then yeah. we'll do this other stuff. But And, yeah, when I was younger, I was always more of a friends person and, like, you know, I would come in for Thanksgiving when I lived in Chicago or in college, and I'd be like, the first thing I want to do is get my friends together and let's go out, let's do this and that. And I was always annoyed with people who had did, like, multiple family things, who wouldn't go out because they had to see their family. And, I'm, and like, now I get older, and I'm like, I kind of get it, especially if you don't live in the same town as your parents and, and like, you have the chance to see them. So, but, yeah, I don't know, if the, again, if that's a younger child thing, but that's just always have been my my outlook on it. So, yeah. Yes. So where, so where does that leave our household? Uh, a shit show in summary. No, I'm kidding. But I mean, it's not not a shit show. No. I'm really hoping that we make it through one holiday season without you having a panic attack. <laughs> I think that there's a 40% chance this will be the one. This one as in this season or like Is this you're Thanksgiving do well and Christmas this, or yeah, just one? It's, it's both. Because I think inevitably, we, I think it's inevitably Oh, oh, this Thanksgiving is going to work out because you know <laughs> that we might not end up doing stuff with my family for reasons that we're not going to go into on this yeah. podcast. But no, that's an out. Right. Yeah. Yes, 100%. That's an out. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think you can make it smooth this Thanksgiving. Can you make it smooth on Christmas, too? I'll do my best. Christmas is more pressure. That's another reason why I like why is that? Why is it more pressure? No, there's all this, all, everything with presents, and there's just. It seems like a bigger deal to people. I don't know. That's why. Are, are you the people? Less. I do think it's. It seems a big like deal a bigger deal to a person, me. So, th- yeah. Anyway. Is it a bigger deal because it's the day of the birth of our Lord and Savior? Sure. That definitely that. <laughs> that adds a little bit more. Yeah, that makes it a little than bigger is, deal. Than this holiday where we celebrate, deal. you know, kit the sla- the slaughtering of an entire. Yeah. Religious. When I say <laughs> Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, I've had to talk to several people about this this season. I'm not condoning the reason for the holiday. I'm talking about. Just the way the holiday is celebrated. The way it's celebrated with the food. Later, I'll give my top five Thanksgiving foods. I know no one can wait for that. But just with the food. What do you mean no one can wait for that? They didn't even know it was a thing. Everyone said it right now. Yeah, and you're already excited. If you're going to stop listening, you know that's coming. You're going to stay listening. I'll tell you when to skip ahead. (laughs) Anyway, but like with the food and you're relaxing and there's just no pressure and it's just, it's the best. It's celebrated the best way to me, so. It literally, uh, literally, nothing you said is different of any celebration. Also, Thanksgiving, another big thing, it's on a Thursday. So you get Friday off, you get the whole weekend. It's set up the best. Christmas, sometimes like a Tuesday. And if you're someone like me, where you're never really sure what your holiday schedule is, some people work you Christmas need to stop Monday and Wednesday. Like, it is such a toss-up. It is like your family does the exact same thing. No, I'm talking about with work. It's like, oh, so maybe yeah, you yeah, have to work yeah. Christmas Eve right. and the next right. day, and you don't right. really feel like you get I a big do, break. I do think it's some bull that you don't get inherently it's not a national holiday to get the day after Christmas off. Because yeah. like you said, day. if people are, that's not, that, isn't that a Canadian holiday? Right, Canadian and UK. It's not a U.S., but it should be a U.S. holiday. Well, I'm talking about it. our nation, weirdo. Right. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway. <laughs> so I think that it should be because a lot of people, I'm sure, are traveling. It's one of those right. things where it's like, I'm sure it's the most taken off day that people 
probably shouldn't have to take off. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think in general, national holiday, it should be between Christmas and New Year's. Everyone should have off. I think a lot of companies do that. I think it's really great. I don't whenever. know a ton of companies do that, but companies do that. And I've been lucky where I've worked at a company where I think we have gotten the day off after Christmas off more often than not. If not, every time I've been there, I don't know. But like at my old job, we I had to work Christmas Eve and the day after always every year. And it was just, it was terrible. It stunk. I remember like, we had to yeah. work Christmas Eve and I was just like ridiculous because yeah. you worked a full, full day. Because I remember I've never, well, I've always only worked at my company, but right. I've always, it's always closed early. Right. And you've always worked we a full worked day. We worked a full day, yeah. And it was, it was, it was tough. You know, when you're in that college enrollment game, you got to put those hours in. What's also annoying about those kind of things is, is that if no one was calling you, because remember you told me people would call you in your mm. old job too. And it's like, if no one would call you, then you could make the argument. It's same with, we talked about, we're very much going on a tangent now, but it's the same with, we talked about the Black Friday shopping and uh-huh. how it sucks that some people will have to start working on Thursday or Friday, yeah. but if no one would go out, they wouldn't have to right. work. You That's can make true. the argument that there's no so point. So if you're working. going shopping Thanksgiving night, you're part of the problem. These poor people at Target and Walmart have to work Thanksgiving night instead of enjoying that night with their families and going to but work you on also Friday. Just went you're on part and on, of the problem. But you also just went on and on about the stress of being with your family. So maybe the people who are working are people who don't want to be around their family. Okay, that's maybe a good point, but that's not <laughs> the point. Don't go shopping on Thanksgiving Day. Give these people the rest of the day off. Anyway, I'm for workers' rights, obviously. Oh, that's obvious? Obviously. If you're listening, I'm, f- I'm not afraid to say that I'm for workers' rights. Anyway. All right. I'm done with this topic. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, um, now on to our next segment of, are we doing a book this No, I think it's Hot Take, right? If we're not doing a book. No, I don't have a book. Yeah, Hot Take. Okay, now on to our next favorite topic, Hot Takes! All right, so. This is my favorite topic, anyway. Is it really? Yeah, especially if I haven't heard it, which I don't think I know what this one is, so I'm like really excited to like dive in and and talk about it. Yeah, Um, I have two Hot Takes. Okay. The first one, I, I I don't know. Maybe I need to stop doing two. I need to stop being so spicy. Um, my first hot take. One, it's because got a lot of attention on the last one related to travel. Okay. A lot of people got a lot of thoughts they on did. travel. Travels a, as yeah, do I. Travels a bit. So I was traveling not that long ago. Um, business travel. I was going to the airport, and that's when my next hot take hit me. If you. Do not have a purpose when you're walking through the airport. Get the fuck to the side. And here's what I mean by that. Is there are some people in the airport who just walk around like they are sightseeing. And they are just slow and moving their heads all around. And it's just like, what do you think this is? Like, if you want to, like, stare for some reason at, like, I don't know, the na- the massages offered at the nail salon or, like, the sharper image, like, sunglasses that they're handing out. Or if you want to do that, then, like, go out to the site and go do that. But people will do that stuff right in the middle of the terminal. Everyone's in the walkway. Yeah, yeah, they're in the middle. And it's like there are people who are trying to do something. Now, don't get me wrong. For anyone who knows me out there, knows that I am not someone who gives myself a lot of extra time at the airport. Uh-huh. I like to arrive and they're like, oh, we're boarding. And right. I consider that perfect. Yeah. This is not coming from the angle of someone who's rushed, though. I literally do all the time. You've been with me traveling that way. And rarely am I like, get out of the way. This is not coming from that angle. It is coming purely from the angle of I am a purposeful walker. I am a determined walker. Even if I'm like, 
oh, I want to get a snack. I'm walking to get a snack, and that's how I move, and that's what I'm looking for. What if if I want to refill my water, if I want to refill my, if you want a window shop, get closer to the window. <laughs> I'm talking about the people who, with their bags and all their stuff, um, are just like aimlessly hanging out and walking right. around. And I'm right. just like, just get, just get off to the side. Same with people who want to look at the board for their like. Their gate or their fight, whatever. Right. That's nothing wrong for you to look for information. Well, I do but agree get doing that. Up to the side. Go up to the damn Go board. Go up to the thing. Don't be standing where everyone's walking. Just stand and look right in the, the way. Right. So, like, hot take. If you don't have a purpose, like, get off to the side and do your little like lollygallying, leisurely bullshit. People will walk. You're a sky person. I've seen you do it. They'll be like, oh, I gotta tie my shoe. Stop right in the middle of the walkway. Like, what the hell? Anything you need to do? Yes. Anything you need to do? Get off to the side. Because there are people trying to move around here. But that was very hot. That was a very hot take. I Yeah. As someone who does walk slow, sometimes... And in the way and aimlessly. Yes, I'm listening. Sometimes, you know, you want to you wanna window shop the snacks. Then go up to the thing. The but you want to be in the middle so you can see all the snack options. You if don't you have to be in the middle. you go all the way to one side, you can't see what's on the other side. You got to be in go the middle. Then just go across to the you other know, side. sometimes you're just... And there's always room. There's always room. No, it's not. There's, there's almost no, it's never. Not. There's almost never not enough room where if I that stop not true. to window no, shop that's not true. snacks, you were talking, you have to in a, go you were talking inappropriately. <laughs> like, like you have never been anywhere because you were talking 100 only of your experience in the St. Louis airport. Yeah, St. Louis airport. There's always room. But but, but if you have been, there's also if, not much to window shop at the same. If you have been in any other airport where there is more people going around, including if you're in an airport where there's like the people driving the cars, pushing, like, oh, an yeah. old lady yeah. with a walker. Yeah. Like, we need to make room for that damn thing. So you can't just be staying in the middle, which I think I've seen how many, I don't know how many times we've been chatting together, and I have to be like, get out the way, because they're coming through, and you're just like, dub, dub, dub. oh my, do I want a fudge sickle? Or do I, want I don't know. You don't eat that shit at home. Why all of a sudden, now that we're in an airport, because are you trying the to eat, like, a banana no dipped in chocolate or I'm something weird? Trying, I've never tried to eat a banana dipped in chocolate. You choose, you choose like a Cinnabon to or look something? for yeah. things, and it's like, you don't yes, eat this in your Yes, because you're in the airport, you're in the airport, and you're getting stuff that I would never get in real life. For instance, I don't know if I've ever eaten it at Chili's that's not in the airport, but you give me an airport <laughs> Chili's, give me some riblets, give me a cold Bud Light, yeah, I'm happy, I'm okay with that no, that's a that's an Applebee's. No, it's not. It's not a Chili's in the hotel. Yeah, it's an no, Applebee's. I'm, no, because I'm not talking about the hotel. There's no Chili's in the Central West End. Then what is that thing right on the corner of where of Maryland and Euclid down from Sub Zero? I don't think there's a Chili's there. What is it then? I don't know what you're talking about, but oh, Cole Peppers. Maybe it's a Cole Peppers. Yeah, maybe that's I a think local it's a chain with really good wings. I think it's. I don't a think there's a Chili's in the Central West End. But either way, I don't. I to my recollection, I don't eat a lot of Chili's a in the airport. But if you're in the airport, get a Chili's, get some riblets, get some whatever. As I said, but like the airport offers you a whole new horizon of snacks and food that you maybe wouldn't get outside in the world. Now, every time are we talking about good. the snacks, or are we talking about how you're in the way? Because at the end of the day, you were in the way. I can't. There's nothing I could say to defend being in the way. Then don't say anything. Okay. This is a good life lesson for you. It's not. I'm not good at not saying things, but. Oh, I know. Anyway, my next hot take. Okay. Which is honestly more so just to ruffle your feathers. Feathers. Oh, my mine personally. Yeah. Oh. And great. just an opportunity for you to give your whole rant is that like, I don't know. Thanksgiving food's fine. Oh my gosh! That is oh. How's it just fine? 
It's one of the best meals of the year. And I guess what makes me mad about this is people, I think there are a lot of people, your opinion, which is like, oh, Thanksgiving food's good. No, it's good. I didn't say it's good. I said it's fine. All right, a lot of people say, oh, it's good, it's fine, it's nothing special. Why do you say it's, it's good? I'm not saying it's good. Because if you don't think it's at least good like you, <laughs> then I'm really getting fired up. Because it is not only good, it's great. It's fantastic. Thanksgiving food is awesome. When else does someone cook a whole turkey? There's gravy on everything. You know what? I would love gravy on everything at every meal. Do but it. I don't do it, do it because do it. I am trying to do save it. it for Thanksgiving. It, it is the way a man like me would eat in every situation if he could. You pour do gravy it. on everything. It's do fantastic. Make your life like that. Smash it all over, you so smash it all up in one plate. So it's so good. So it's good just because you put gravy on everything. Do it. Live your life like that. Put gravy on everything. That's fine. Don't challenge me. Don't I, challenge me to put I gravy on everything. I know, but I'm telling you not to. And the reason I don't Why? put gravy on everything is because I want Thanksgiving to be special. So I intentionally do not live that life every day. So when I have the Thanksgiving yeah, meal, it stands out. That's you know why, why I don't make stuffing on a Thursday night in July? You don't there's that one, but two, because I want Thanksgiving to be special. And if you're eating stuffing you're every other weekend, it's this, not special. You're not if you're cooking a turkey, if you're took, cooking a turkey any other time, it's not special. But, but if you're cooking a turkey on Thanksgiving, it's so good. But here's the truth of the matter. One, like, what is a slinger? You don't like a slinger that has gravy on it? It's not a slinger, right? Uh, it's not a slinger. If it has gravy, it is. So one, I see. You I do gravy. like biscuits so one, and gravy. One, I see. Yes. So but it's a different gravy. No, That's usually no, white it's gravy. No, it's fine. As opposed no, to that dark turkey no, gravy. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Just let me please break down everything you just fucking said. One, I see you eat gravy plenty of times any time of the year. I see you eat turkey plenty of times any other time of the year. Uh, turkey I see you eat sandwich. Mac and cheese anytime, plenty of times a year. Mac the point and cheese of the matter is, is yeah, there not. is nothing different about what you're eating. It's just that you get the permission to overeat. That's what you like. I it's love it. I don't it like it. I love it's it. Not what I it want is. the permission to it's overeat. What it it is. is a special meal. It is a day of gluttony. It is a day when people like me so get to live our perverted so lifestyle negating, and it so is celebrated. So you're negating everything you just said and now you're agreeing with No, I'm not negating that. everything I just said. I'm adding to it. It is a day for gluttony. And that gravy is different. When you get biscuits and gravy, it's a white gravy. gravy. It's not the same I gravy. I don't hear more about the gravy. It's just fine. It is fantastic. It is one of my favorite meals of the year. It is so good. You should agree. If you don't like Thanksgiving food, get off your high horse, become a part of joy and happiness in the holidays, if you don't and like, eat a good you, meal and be you, happy. If you don't like Thanksgiving food, I'm sure that you can hear that it'll be easy to form a good argument against Zach because literally all he's literally said is, it's a lot of gravy and a lot of food. Just because you it's say all, just it's all you, great foods that are special. Great, just because you special say great for and that day. Just because you say great and fantastic multiple times Turkey doesn't legs. mean that you're making a strong argument. My argument is great, fantastic, and gravy. Great, fantastic, and gravy. My argument is it's gravy. How do you not like gravy? My argument is unassailable. It is unassailable. Gravy is awesome. Dark turkey, awesome. Turkey legs, awesome. Stuffing, awesome. I'm gonna have to give my Thanksgiving. Awesome. Everything's awesome. I'm gonna have to give my Thanksgiving top five. Strong argument. Yeah, join a debate. Should I give my Thanksgiving top five right now? No. Okay. You are you you blew you blew your a lot of time on that topic. But I gotta get my top five at some point. You, I, I feel like instead of saying fantastic five fucking million okay. times, you should have maybe Here's started gonna your do. list. I'm going to get my top five real quick. All right? Can you give me a drum roll before no. each one? All right. Number one, or number five, green bean casserole. It's awesome. I don't even like vegetables, but when you put them in a casserole on Thanksgiving, fantastic. Uh, stuffing, number four, stuffing. Stuffing's awesome, but only on Thanksgiving. It stays special. Number three, okay? I can't make a drum roll. Blah. 
Uh, number three, uh, this might be sound controversial because it's one of the great foods in America, but mashed potatoes and gravy, so important. That's one I'll eat all year round, though. Number two, turkey, especially a turkey leg. You dunk the turkey leg. It's so good. And number one, this may be controversial, but gravy. Gravy is the glue that holds Thanksgiving together. You pour it on everything. You smash all your food up. You cover it in gravy. You try not to spill it. It is amazing. It is incredible. It is the number one thing that makes Thanksgiving tick in this country. Pro gravy, not ashamed to say it. Are we down there? We're done. Okay, cool. Um... Now going on to our two final segments, let's give a, Zach, give a, now how I would say it. All right. So not how I'd say it, you said this to me a few weeks ago when I was walking, we were walking to brunch, um, and you said, we were talking about college bars or whatever, and you were talking about how you didn't like it when bouncers like held you up or whatever. <laughs> and you, didn't, yeah, you didn't like it, and then you was, you said like you would always go up to them and you'd be like, "Yeah, me and my three really attractive friends want to come in. Like we're not paying cover, we're whatever." I would they say were, something else. Right. I was like, and not they, really that, but it's one of those things where it's like you're on a college campus. No, it doesn't matter where you are. People are always trying to get girls in, so I just be like. This is me and my right. friends who are girls. Yeah. Let's be real. And yeah. they would let you in without paying cover. And I would always be like, it always worked. And you were like, yeah, bouncers were letting girls into the bar because they probably weren't talking to, talking to them in real life like you. <laughs> okay. And to be fair, it's not an inaccurate statement to be about fair, my but college here's, years. But here's, but here's, here's the other thing, to be it. fair, to give some context. The other thing, to be fair, is Zach, everyone, used to be a bouncer. And kind I of. knew that yeah. don't 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 kind of oh now they're on the podcast it's a I mean, it's a kinda because you one hundred percent have told that story many times of but your I bouncy days. I only did it a few nights in my life. That but. point is you did it, so you did that, and I also knew that you didn't talk to a lot of girls in college. So that's so the like you sounds way harsher than like the actual context of like he was a bouncer. I didn't talk to girls. I mean that's right. Right, but. The main thing is when but, I but I, when I was in college, I did not talk to many girls. That's not the main thing. The main thing is you were a bouncer, I think. <laughs> well, I don't think that's the main thing. I do think that because uh, I didn't do it in college, and also uh, I do think that yeah, I do think that it was a pretty good burn. The whole funny because it's true bit, like it works, and that was a good burn because yes. Are it, you talking about me burning you? Yes, it was a good burn. And if I were a bouncer in college, I definitely would let any girl into any bar anytime she wanted without paying the cover in hopes that she would like talk to me ever. Yes, and then I would do. Yeah, because we all know, because we all know that try and true love story of the girl who gets led to the bar for free and then circles back to the front <laughs> to talk to the bouncer. Why not? Hey, he man, just did you a know, favor. Hey, hey, you know what? So bouncers, nice. bouncers are the glue that hold the bar. <laughs> They're the gravy of bars. Anyway, um, they are. Yeah. Uh huh. Bouncers are giant guys who have hearts. And a lot of times people yeah, think who that have they're hearts. mean, scary guys. I don't think but anyone thinks that, into... do they? I think a lot of guys think it, at least. Because <laughs> you're not letting them in. No, no bouncers ever looked at me and been like, all right, dude, you're in. Unless I knew him. There's one t- the bouncer I knew in Chicago who would always let me in. It was great. But anyway, you'd let me skip great, the line. Gravy great? One time I was... No, I'm yeah. done with this story. Okay. Anyway, we, that's we only have so much time. <laughs> okay. And then we'll wrap it up with talking about some SVU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have an episode that we watch recently? <laughs> I guess we should have thought more about this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm super tired. Sorry, guys. It's been, like, we're not recording at our usual time, so I'm a little tired. 
So I don't have a recent SVU episode, though you know we've been watching. Yeah, we were looking for a Thanksgiving one, but we, we could couldn't not find, find a Thanksgiving any. themed one. Which, like Dick Wolf, if you're listening, I challenge you to make a Thanksgiving one. You didn't even do one in season one. We just talked about the classic the season thing. one TV tropes, it's and the first that thing. is we did just watch that season. one in season one with the judge where he gets killed and he's taking advantage of those homeless women or those domestic abuse yeah women. that was sad but let's yeah. instead talk about the one in season one we watched where like they clearly didn't understand the internet and oh, it was yeah. like it was painful <laughs> they kept calling the internet cyber the cyber, the the cyber web, the yeah. and they never called it the internet like they kept never. being like i don't know you're talking to people in, in cyber space and then they were like what you're you're saying? You can know they can know anything about you. It was just like so painful. I was like, this is not. Also, spam filters. Be thankful for that because that was not a thing in the early internet apparently. And but like, like, I feel like we were not on the same page about that because you because no. like she was like, oh my gosh, I get ten spam emails a day, and I was like, that's not that much. And you were like, she doesn't have a spam filter, and I was like, you're not following me. Like, I don't think that's that much. I probably get. I don't know how many I get because I never look at my spam. So I have no idea. I could get you 10, don't, I could get 100. I could no, get, I think you also have a very different view of a spam. Like if Macy's, which Macy's wouldn't email you, but if Macy's emails you, do you think that's spam? They would only email me if I... I know, that's ID. why I'm saying it's not Macy's. I don't, insert, I don't know. Insert name of store you bought something I would, un- I would unsubscribe from all those very quickly, so... I don't, I don't think you do. I, I think you just let stuff sit in your inbox. I've looked at your inbox. I mean, I do have a lot of stuff. On that's the inbox. thing. That's what I mean. Uh, I, I think, did just get something from Lumiere Casino. That's, I know. That's what I mean. I think you just don't like. I'll be a St. Louis top. I just, think, I just think that you just don't like clean things out. I, well, yeah, no. I just, I don't like to put the effort in to clean things out for sure. But anyway, what I'm getting at is that's, that's anyway, not that bad. all day. We did have a different thing. But yeah, it was very... We watched that yesterday. It was not good for the nerves. It's like very whatever, but that's not a great episode. But anyway, but we'll, hey, we'll still put that one up because it's a, ooh, it's kind of dark though because it has pedophiles, but it's a good laugh at how bad they are with, uh, yeah, you'll you know. laugh at but that, anyway. not the pedophiles. But anyway, thank you again for continuing to listen. Uh, we enjoyed that listener mail thing, so please start to um, email us. Yeah. Follow, we have the Instagram page us. You, up, you can send some DMs. I see it differently pod. Search on Facebook. I see it differently. Like the group at the Sack Artist 76 on Twitter. Download, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, the whole thing. And deal. thank you to T Beats again for our music and producing. See you all in a couple of days. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>